I'm Steven. And I'm Kevin. And in today's episode of the Steven and Kevin Show, we're going to cover the 10 things you should know about your clients. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode 22 of the Stephen and Kevin Show. And today we're going to be talking about deepening client relationships. Yeah, we had a great conversation uh, two weeks ago with our uh, good friend and coach, Tam Milton. Mm -hmm. And he had some great thoughts on getting to know your clients better. And so in response, we created a worksheet that we're going to be talking about today. And we're also going to walk through 10 questions that we think are really helpful to know about your clients. Yeah, absolutely. So to get things started today, we found a pretty interesting article. We know that all of you out there are hoping to be more productive with your day. Hey, I hope I'm more productive with my day. And we found a couple of cool tools on Mashable that we think everybody ought to be aware of. These are essentially Chrome extensions. So if you use the browser Chrome, which we think is the best, these are extensions that help you stay more productive. So Kevin, what is the number one time waster in the office? Um, it'd probably just surf in the web. Surf in the web for most people, right? So there are two, uh, two add-ons, two extensions. One's called Stay Focused. Stay Focused allows you to limit your time on certain websites. It's almost like a parental check on yourself to where if you said, I want limited amount of time on Facebook, mm-hmm. I want limited amount of time on NewYorkTimes.com, whatever websites you ESPN. Frequent, where you're blowing right. some time, you can set some limits on yourself. Some of you might need that. Don't set that on Oxley.com. That is, uh, by the way, very good reading. So, so you set a limit, and what happens? It just like it pops something, something pops up, and just says, "Hey, you know, you you've reached your limit." That's it, buddy. Get back to work. Yeah. Okay. The other one is called Momentum, which is a daily goal and habit reminder, so that every time you open a new web browser in Chrome, it pops up a reminder of your goal and objective for the day, <laughs> and a reminder of your to do list. I think another one that's really helpful. I think it's cool. These are little apps, you know, that are going to help you break bad habits. And those are habits that they're easy to get sucked into to start kind of surfing the web and looking at this and then looking at that. And I mean, not myself personally, oh, um, but I'm sure. No, heavens no. No, but, um, but you know, this is like a big upgrade from the, you know, having a little rubber band where you pop yourself when you do, you know, trying to get out of a bad habit. Well, think and, about the tracking and technology that goes into physical fitness now with Fitbit and Garmin and whatnot. They're tracking your sleep patterns. They're tracking your activity. Why not have some technology that helps you be more productive during the workday? Cool. I like it. Some some neat little apps there. Check them out. Let us know what you think about them. Okay, so let's get into today's topic, and that is the 10 things that you should know about your clients. And as Stephen was saying, uh, this idea was kind of resurrected again by, by one of our coaches, Tam Milton. And, and the truth is, y- you can't forget the fundamental truth of business, that business is about relationships. And, and going even further than that, business is about personal relationships. And the idea behind this tool, which we're going to do as a giveaway, if you ask a question using hashtag Ask Stephen and Kevin, um, is to intentionally collect information and deepen client relationships and, and to get to know them better. Yeah. And we've had versions of this worksheet before. We call it the Know Your Client Worksheet. Mm, you know, run on the mill title for what can be a very right. impactful tool, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you've seen before um, the McKay 66. 66. Yep. Uh, I mean, there have been books written on this, and some of these things get over the top, but we think that if you just narrow it down to maybe these 10 things we're going to go through today, you're going to find out some really interesting information about your clients. More importantly, we're going to tell you how to leverage that information to get the most bang for your buck. 
right? Exactly. So it's, it's one thing to know, uh, let's say, for example, a client's pet's name. What do you do with it? Yeah, exactly. How do you turn it into a little small thoughtful gift or th- something like that? Um, and, and the other thing too is, look, you gather this information throughout the, the, the rela- you know, over time with the relationship that you have with your clients, right? I mean, so if I work with Stephen for 20 or 30 years, eventually I'm going to know a lot of this stuff. But the idea is to speed the process along and again, be intentional about it. Intentional with conversations, not intentional with saying, Kevin, Mr. Client, uh, we'd really like to know more about you as my client. Could you fill this out for us? <laughs> right? Yeah, don't do that because we've seen advisors do that. Many times. Yeah, you kind of you kind of lose credit when you it do that. It defeats the purpose, right? Yeah. They think when they're, you're there before their visit with you and you've looked through this sheet and yeah. how's uh, Miffy, your dog, doing? Right? Miffy? That's like a worst example of a dog name. What do you, you have one of those I'm, pocket dogs. Probably, right? <laughs> Miffy. Okay. Uh, All right. Let's, uh, let's get into it. So the first thing that we think you should know about your clients are family members, right? Uh, kids, so, parents, yeah. siblings, both spouses. You, you got to fill that out. And look, with this sheet, we actually create like a like a tree here, a uh, diagram where you can kind of map this stuff out. Right. So you're trying to figure out what, uh, you know, not only what their names are, and some of these are real easy, right? You should know most of your client's kids' names, but what about your client's brothers and sisters or their parents mm-hmm. if they're still living? And what are these people into? It's one thing to know that their mother is still alive. It's another to know that she's an avid gardener. That's good. Or that she yeah. loves reading a certain type of book. Whatever it is, these are things that you can leverage either in conversation to let a client know that you've been paying attention and you've been listening, or maybe in a small gift scenario. Yeah, I love it. The second is their pets' names, right? Like Miffy. Miffy, right? They've got a dog <laughs> named Miffy or Layla or right. any other type of dog name or parrot or cat or fish. These are things you want to know, right? Yeah, so, and, and it's one thing to say, hey, how's that dog of yours doing, right? Yeah, it's exactly. another to say, hey, how's Miffy? Right, you guys have Shih Tzus, right? Um, if you know their names, you can get – I saw a client texted me a picture the other day of a, of a dog bowl that they had sent to a good client of theirs. It had the dog's name on the bowl. It looked like a million bucks. It might have cost twenty five, and they had that sent to a good client of theirs. These things help. Um, next one here is social media usage. Right, we're we're in a digital world. We, we're all about building deeper relationships with clients on Facebook and on LinkedIn and on Twitter. Um, so we want to know: Are they active? Do they have accounts? Um, and which a, which media mediums they use? Yeah, sorry, Kevin. Uh, you know, but one of the things you want to know about your client base because all of your clients are a little bit different is what what networks are they using? Mm-hmm. Right, because we go through this exercise with some clients, and the vast majority of their clientele is on LinkedIn, but not Facebook. Right, or they're on Facebook, but not LinkedIn. Or they're moving into Instagram instead of Facebook. If oh, that's, got a exactly younger clientele. Right. that's exactly so, right. That's exactly right. So really, one of the first steps is going through your top 25 and finding out, running an audit on this, what networks are they in? Mm-hmm. And uh, secondarily, are you engaging them in each of these networks? So obviously, you can run a search I know, on Facebook or whatever and actually find these people. You could, you could ask them about it as well. Hey, do you use Instagram? Man, I've been using it more. Whatever it is, I mean... You, you have conversations with them. Here's some research from our 2016 Affluent Consumer Study that found that 97% of millennials say that they use Facebook, 77% of seniors. Man, that senior number was higher than I thought it was going to mm-hmm. be. Mm-hmm. So they're on there checking out pictures of uh, their grandkids and posting pictures of Miffy. Absolutely. And what do you find when you're looking, when you're engaging with them on Facebook or LinkedIn? You're finding out who they're connected to, who's commenting on their post, who's liking their post. Um, this is invaluable information for your business and getting introductions. One more point. 
before um, before we move on, I, I have a client who this guy like telecommutes. He all of his clients, this advisor's clients, are all over the U.S. None of them are local. He has a hard time building personal relationships with them. You better believe we use Facebook a lot for that. Cool telecommutes. I'm thinking like is that George Jetson style stuff. Tele telecommute. You know, I mean, he's he's the one who says I'm telecommuting all the time. So <laughs> just kind of stuck in my I head. I telecommute a lot as well. Yeah, we never knew there was such a title. He called it telecommuting. So uh, number four, what are their favorite restaurants? And uh, and part of that, what kind of foods do they like to eat? And which ones do they not like? Mm, yeah. Right? Do so, they have food allergies? Is that even important? Yeah. And, and also, you know, if you're suggesting uh, a dinner spot, you might say, hey, I know you're uh, – uh, I know Michelle is really into Thai food. Why don't we try that new restaurant across town? You're yep. giving me a little bit of credit, as is she, for remembering that preference. Yeah, exactly. Right? If you sit down for dinner with me and you say, oh, Stephen, this dish right here is fantastic. I had it here a couple of weeks ago. But it's got onions in it. And I know you're an anti-onion guy. I think you and I bond over this anti-onion thing. So I, I, I give you some onions. points, right? I'm yep. thinking, yeah, hey, I like your style. This, that vile weed is not making its way into my place. <laughs> vile weed. Good stuff. So Number five here, reading habits. When you take a look at some of our 2016 affluent consumer research on the top five recreational activities here, number one is reading. And everybody thinks it would be golf or wine drinking or something else, watching sports. But reading was at the top of the list. And that's something that, you know, obviously you're not going to know just by osmosis. You're not going to know that a client reads a certain type of novels or books or doesn't read. But you've got to ask them, hey, have you read any good books lately? Mm -hmm. Right. What types of things do you typically read? Who are some of your favorite authors? Yeah, that's exactly right. So for like for me, I, I, I just don't read you know, fiction, right? I mean, I, I like business books. That's interesting to me. I feel like we can put it into use. If someone asked me a question about, you know, have you read, um, you know, likable, you know, the social media book that would really turn me on. I'd be like, Oh, that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. So absolutely. Number six, exercise habits. Not all of your clients exercise, but many of them do. And it'd be nice to know, do they play tennis? Do they ride bikes? Do they run? Do they go to group exercise classes? Do they exercise individually or as, as part of a group? Mm -hmm. And again, it's interesting for conversation. You want to showcase that you know a lot about them. But at the same time, this is a great way to uncover their connections. If, uh, if you know that a certain client is, is part of a running group that goes three times a week, uh, you'd ultimately want to know who else is part of the group. Anybody yeah. else I know. That's great. What kind of pace do you guys uh, run? I mean, what what is it um, you know that can help you build a relationship? Don't do this though. Don't try and join a running group, like or, or get yourself involved in one of these running groups to to get to know a client's cert, you know spheres of influence better when you don't run. Sounds like you you've fallen victim. To that <laughs> I have not fallen victim to it, <laughs> but we've seen advisors do that where um, all of a sudden they're they're going on a, like a ten mile run and they had no idea what they were getting themselves into. Um, number six here, or sorry, seven is important dates. Look, most of you know birthdays, right? What about anniversaries? What about that retirement date? Mm -hmm. uh, the date that they retired or the date that they're planning to retire? Um, the date you began working together. Mm. Important dates that, that you can you can bring up and uh, yeah, just shows that you're uh, thoughtful. Yeah, if nothing else, you don't have to take them for dinner every time you have an anniversary of when you started working together. But if it were on your calendar mm -hmm. and you had a reminder, you're using this worksheet, that um, yeah, quick email, quick note. Hey, you know, just uh, thought I'd mention that this is marks five years of us working together, Kevin. I, you know, I feel privileged. This has been great. Yeah, you know, whatever you have, you word it better than what I just did there. <laughs> uh, no, number I, eight, preferred beverages. Mm. Now, you know, on two fronts, if uh, they're in the office, obviously one set of beverages you want to have uh, be mindful of, whether it's uh, coffee or 
juice or water? What do they take in their coffee? I was going to say how they like their coffee is yeah. important. Yeah, and, and remembering that from uh, from one meeting to the next is always helpful. So Stephen comes into your office. He's going to get a, a Red Bull and a Snickers because that's what he wants every single time. <laughs> Red yeah. Bull and Snickers. <laughs> no, and my kidding. body would explode. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if you're out of the office and they, they drink an occasional glass of wine or beer, you remember some of those preferences. Yeah, you're into IPAs, right? right. Yeah. yeah, I remember last time you told me you were really getting into stouts, Kevin. You know, have you tried this one? I mean, those are things, if you remember them about clients, they think highly of you. Number nine, social clubs and organizations. Knowing where your clients are involved, um, things that they're passionate about, um, you know, groups that they're a part of in your community. There's lots of community style groups knowing about those. And again, that's another great one to identify who they socialize with. Mm -hmm. Number 10 related to that charitable interest. Mm -hmm. Where do they donate their time and money and why? Yeah. I I think the why is a big one there because I mean, um, whether it's, you know, they're, they're, um, they care about a particular foundation. Did they have a family member who suffered from that, uh, a particular illness or something like that? There's usually a why, behind it. There's a story there and you want to uncover that. And how can you help in that regard, right? Mm, good. If they've got an annual golf tournament, if they've got a, a fundraising dinner, can you go? Can you contribute? Can you get other people, other clients to participate? It's a relationship builder. Good stuff. Um, so if you want this sheet, which the, we call it the Know Your Client Worksheet, again, not really a fancy title, but and it, on the back it has a lot of different things that you can gather and information you can fill out about your best clients. Uh, you need to ask us a question. Use hashtag AskStevenAndKevin on Twitter or on Instagram, and we'll send this over to you. And you'll use this in two ways. Number one, you can use it in hard copy form. Plenty of people do. It's great in that fashion. Number two, if you wanted to blend some of these fields into your CRM, many mm, of you collect this information electronically, good for you. You, know, you take a field like clients, pets, names, ages, whatnot, and yeah. you put that into your CRM. So this is a framework for you in that regard. Client told me yesterday that what his goal is with each you know, this advisor said with each um, phone call with a client, the guy who's telecommuting, um, <laughs> he said, my goal is to try and uh, fill out one of these boxes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try and ask them a question and, and do it naturally. Just try and start gathering this information. And again, it's just being intentional about the process. And an easy one uh, this time of year, if you're thinking about uh, favorite sports teams, that's that could be the 11th today. Mm-hmm. Know your team's, uh, your, your client's sports interest. You could ask simply, who is your team in the NCAA tournament? Perfect. Right. Yep. Who are you rooting for? Uh, that can go hand-in-hand with alma mater as well. Are you more of a, a college football fan, or do you like pro sports? If you haven't had that conversation, these are things you want to know. So Remember. thanks for joining us. Uh, hashtag Ask Stephen and Kevin if you want to ask a question. Uh, and if you haven't done so already, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. The button right over here. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks, everyone.